Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. And gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Yeah. Brought to you by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. How about that? And now, the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. Let's get him. Let's get him hard. Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studio. Check it. My name is Pedro Fernandez and this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35 make that 36 plus years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. Here I sit high atop my throne. I am the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves, and I welcome you to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Straight up, today we're talking boxing and mixed martial arts for the next hour. Might fit in a little kayfabe as well. I'm talking about pro wrestling, but for the most part, we're talking boxing and mixed martial arts. Because boxing about to make a comeback. Couple of cards, July, June the 9th, June the 11th, looks like in Las Vegas, Nevada, as soon as the Nevada City Athletic Commission gets around to approving that. Of course, the UFC hopes to go in Nevada as well. The UFC has had three cards in Jacksonville, Florida before an empty arena in the past uh, ten, you know, past week and a half, two weeks. Bottom line is they're doing well with that. That's the blueprint for boxing, no doubt about it. You know, and with these guys talking smack on, on, on social media by one another, Teofimo Lopez and, and, and these guys going back and forth, I mean, holy cow, Darren Haney. Well, all I can say is that when they do fight, and since there is a, a bit of an intermission in boxing right now, what I mean by an intermission is nobody's able to fight. So, in other words, it's taking time off these guys' clocks. So they're going to have to do things they probably didn't want to do in maybe six or eight months ago. In other words, they probably have to make fights. They really didn't want to make fights uh, six months or a year, a year ago. They're going to have to make these fights. Why? The money and the fact there'll be no live crowd. Straight up. I'm looking for good things from the lightweights. Heavyweights, we'll talk Mike Tyson at about 25 minutes past the hour. Of course, we'll be joined by the the Ph.D. of boxing, Mr. Socrates Palmer. Of course, Mr. Bronx, baby, will be here in just a couple of minutes. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Here is Cuba Gooding Sr., who I engaged one time on stage. You're tuned to Sport, uh, Ring Talk. Before you do anything rash, This. Everybody plays a fool sometimes. 
comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Attention self-employed individuals, 1099 independent contractors, and small business owners. If you missed the first round of funding from the coronavirus relief program, you now have a second chance. But do not delay. Funds are limited and you need to take action right now. Thanks to new federal funding, you can receive an advance of up to $10,000 deposited directly into your bank account without ever talking to a bank. We're SBAQuick.com, and we're here to help. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 to speak with a representative and learn if you or your small business qualify for funding. There's no obligation and no banks to deal with, so don't miss this opportunity. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 and learn instantly how much money you can receive. That's 888-SBA-NOW-8 or visit SBAQuick.com. Call 888-SBA-NOW-8 and learn instantly how much money you can receive. It's time to get to the yard. It's time to get outside and make it amazing. To get to the grass in the sunny afternoons. It's the season to get your backyard ready for action. To get the lawn lush and green and get rid of those pesky patches. It's easy to make your lawn better than ever with Scott's. Because even though this year may feel different, the best things never change. So let's get to it. This is your season. Time to enjoy it. Scott's, get to the yard. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Soon you'll have a separate fridge in the basement, where extra groceries are exiled forever. Remember that frozen lasagna? Of course you don't. It's been down there since 2008. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Piece of cake. Behind the lasagna, it's very old. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. Thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. The thing is that I'm still in his brain. I'm still in his mind. I'm the guy that he wants to get rid of. Teofimo Lopez, Brooklyn's very own, of course, undefeated champion, 135 pounds, wants to make his mark. Guys, guys, got guys like Ryan Garcia out there, Darren Haney, of course, all kinds of lightweights. I think the lightweights are the hottest division right now in boxing. And speaking of hot, hottest division, let's bring in the PhD of boxing, Mr. Socrates Palmer. A very good afternoon to you, sir. Good afternoon, Pedro. How are you feeling? I'm feeling excellent, man. Everybody back there. Let's let's get the bad news out of the way. Any 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 COVID bad news this week? Uh, it's been a, a quiet week in terms of uh, prominent people uh, in the boxing community, at least on this side of uh, of the mountain in the East Coast. I haven't heard anyone that has passed away. Um, 
or that uh, has contacted it. So I guess things are starting to settle down. Um, the cases of hospitalizations are, are at a low that has, I think, since it became a quote-unquote pandemic uh, the last 30 days, I heard the mayor say. So right on, hopefully, right on. hopefully guys, we are heading the right direction. You guys are the epicenter of that. Of course, we want that to uh, come down. Of course, there's other hot spots in the country. But let's move on to another subject now. Of course, boxing and MMA. Now, the lightweights are talking a lot of smack to you, Fimo Lopez. You heard him just for a second there, of course. But there's a, a host of guys at 135 that really need to fight one another. And I really think that that although boxing fans are screaming and bitching about this this uh this 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 no boxing and, and the fact there has there's been a hiatus in boxing, I think that's gonna make for better fights when we come back. In other words, all the BS fights like the, the Ryan Garcia versus uh I forget who the guy who was gonna fight that old champion. Uh but but yeah, I mean I think mm-hmm, those fights mm-hmm. are out of I think those fights are now gonna be like gone. They can't there's no time for them. Yeah, it's uh, the 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 tune-ups are going to be uh, probably a thing of the past, at least for the rest of 2020 and maybe 2021. Um, like you, I heard you say earlier uh, on the air that they lost time of their career, you know. Um, and I'm assuming without promoters having the the live gate, uh, the fighters are still going to want to get paid. And uh, the networks are not going to pay to see uh, Ryan Garcia against, I think it was Abner Mares or Mesesito Garcia, like those type of fights, which really aren't necessary. So we will see a uh, the best versus the best. Um, I, I got a quick. I want to go off script mm-hmm. here just for a second because I got a question yeah. coming in here from uh, from Arizona for you, Arturo Gotti. Do you, th- do you think he committed suicide? This is for Socrates Palmer coming from, uh, and, and I have my own opinions on this one, but and it's went back and forth for, from one from the yes he did to yes he didn't. Or anyway, I'm sort of stuck in the middle on that one. You, what's your views on the Gotti death? Wow, it's that I wasn't expecting this, but um, is it the JFK you know, I, of boxing? You know what? I don't think it's too far off. You know. Um, the only people that know the truth are one is dead and the other one is his wife, you know. So, uh, it, you know what? The way I remember the pictures vaguely, um, he was hanging from a belt, you know, and um, he was, uh, is it, was it by a staircase or something yeah, it was, like that? Yeah, here's, here, here's the way I ran. They were, so they were upstairs. It was a, uh, a mm-hmm. condo in a hotel down there in Brazil, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, a locked, gated community, the whole nine yards. He had to have a key to get in the door. And the key, of course, told you when you went in and when you went out and that kind of good stuff. So nobody went in, nobody went out. And um, I looked at the belt at first. I said to myself, you know, that's not enough for somebody to hang himself. And a guy weighs 180 pounds, 190 pounds. You know, he, he, that, I don't think that, that belt's going to kill him. But then again, you got to realize that to kill somebody – or to, to to suffocate them or to choke them, you only take it doesn't take very long. I mean, you can choke somebody out like less than a minute; they'll be dead. I mean, they just can't. Right. You, you, you hit the you hit the carotid artery the right way, and it's all over. Okay, so uh, I I can see where where, where uh, he might have hung himself. Anyway, I'm leaning towards he hung himself because of the fact his brother his brother came out and said that that he thought he hung himself in. And I'll say one thing about the chick, okay? I can't think of her first name right now, and I'll call her Mrs. Gotti. 
she was a stripper when he first met her. That doesn't mean she was a bad girl, okay? And I will say that, and I will say this, she moved to Canada and she's living up there in Canada, in his hometown in Canada, so her, her daughter, her, her son, whatever the child she had with Gotti could live in that Canadian environment. To me, I think that if she was a murderer and a killer, that's the last place she'd be. It's a good point. Um, the only thing that I guess makes me speculate that it could have possibly been foul play is just that they had a, yeah, a, a well-documented uh, volatile relationship, you know, and I'm, I'm sure you probably have been around people that are like that. Um, it's like a, a passion that's so crazy, a love that, that you know, one minute they're throwing a chair at each other and the next minute they're making love. So I, we don't know. You know, I, honestly, it's, a, it's a mystery. Uh, you know, Arturo was such a warrior in the ring, um, but that's all we really know. You know, yeah, he had some episodes outside of the ring. I think he had a, a DUI. I think he had an incident. He, he wasn't a, he, he, cop. he wasn't a smart guy. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't, he, he was, he was a boxer. He was what he was, that face first type of guy. That's what he was okay. in, that's what he was in life. I mean, there was no defense to Arturo Gotti. When he drank, he drank like, like, wow, like, whoa, that guy's putting away that much booze. Holy cow, you know, and he drank often. Okay. You combine the two of them, the residual effects of, uh, of pugilistic activity and the alcohol and, you know, the volatile relationship with his wife down there. And I, I'm going to, I know I was, I was calling her a murderer for a long time or uh, suspecting her of being a murderer for a long time, but I'm really, to give, I'm willing to give her a pass. And I think that the brother gave her a pass. The, the they had a couple of, uh, civil, civil, uh, investigations into it. Of course, they didn't think everything was perfect, but they couldn't find any foul play either. But at the end of the day, you know, he and Gotti, I mean, he and, he and Mickey Ward entertained a lot of people, but you know what, Socrates? I'm gonna put, I'm gonna rain on everybody's parade. I didn't dig any of their fights at all. I thought it was just too primitive. I thought it was just, it was too, it was too Flintstone-ish with the, with the clubs and this kind of good stuff. Cause to me, no, to me, I mean, I, 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 listen, I was all about imposing my will on everybody. I really wasn't a cute guy or anything like that. But you gotta have a little cuteness to it. You know what I'm saying? You just can't just go out there and go, let's do the rock'em sock'em robots type of thing because I, I don't, you know, well, uh, I don't ever expect, um, Mickey Ward to be on Jeopardy. Uh, but Arturo Gotti was, he was slipping there at the end. I mean, I saw him a couple times in Atlantic City, and you know when you guys look at you, and he's got to look at you for like ten seconds. If you, hey, hey, hey yeah. Pedro, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and so it, anyway, the the residual effects of professional box were not were not kind to Mr. Gotti, and I think that the the old lady got a bad beef on that one, of course. And her moving back to Canada. Let's be honest, man. You know, if the Gotti family wanted to take her out or something like that, I mean, they could they could easily do it in Canada, and they could have done it. But she brought she brought their grandson back there or their granddaughter back there, whatever it was, a daughter, a boy or a girl, and to to grow up around the Gottis this and that. And I thought they showed a whole lot of class, more class than than I thought that she had. You know, I mean, come on, think about that. She didn't have to go to Canada, man. She had plenty of money from the insurance policy and the policies. And that kind of good stuff, she could have lived anywhere in the world. Yeah, no, it's a good point. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I don't want to necessarily say, oh, she something to do with it, but I just, that shroud of, of doubt does creep in, you know, but, um, suicides are funny. You, you just, you never know. Cause I, one of my best friends uh, committed suicide and he was a pastor. So it was, 
it's, it's you know, you just don't know people, you know, fully. And um, it could have just been a moment of temporary insanity and cult, you know, uh, combined with some PTSD and um, CTE issues, alcohol. It's it's quite a, a, a sad and evil cocktail. And uh, at the end of the day, the world lost a great uh, entertainer. And that's what Arturo Gatti was. He was tremendous entertainment. And when his career, you know, ended, so did Atlantic City. As far as being a, Good a place point. to watch fights. Good Atlantic point. City, I, I was at his last fight at AC um, against um, the guy from the contender, uh, Gomez. Yeah, I was there too. Yeah, and, and that was, it was kind of sad, you know, because I was there when Gaddy, you know, was packing him in. You know, when you had celebrities, I remember, you know, you had Chuck Zito and and, and and Joe Piscopo, had you know all the, oh, all the paisans we, we, there. We could we could do a whole show on Chuck Zito. Holy cow, Chuck Zito! That's my oh, guy. That's your guy. That's my guy. That's one bad dude, man. I mean, holy, he knocked out me. He's knocked he's knocked out some bad dudes. I remember one time I told him I said, "You got my back here." He goes, "Pedro, I always got your back." Anyway, bottom line is you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. More with boxing's PhD Socrates Palmer after the break. You're tuned to Sports Byline. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. 
Attention homeowners, do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 800- Four two six twenty three zero one. I'm just ready to get it on and crush this guy's skull. Now more ring talk with Pedro Fernandez. You're irritating me now. One final thought on Arturo Gotti before we move on. In fact, Andre shot me this text real quick. He said they rewrote they rewrote the will about two weeks before uh, Gotti's death. Yes, they did rewrite the will, but coincidences happen. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA, of course, on the line from the Bronx, the Bronx Palmer himself, boxing's only PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer. And Sock, Mike Tyson, you heard him coming back there on the clip. He he seems to be pretty determined to fight again. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he is full steam ahead with his comeback. Uh, the world is buzzing. Um, some people are saying things that are probably... You know, more wishful thinking, you know, as far as just, I, I don't want to sound like a boxing snob, but, you know, if you listen to people in and around just walking about and, and, the, and the topic of Tyson comes up, I've heard people say, oh, Mike could wipe out the heavyweight division and stuff like that. I wouldn't go so far. I think he can probably beat a few guys, but um, the world is buzzing and, and Mike Tyson still has that gravitas. Uh, he is must-watch TV. His interviews and press conferences alone would be tremendous. You know, hearing those clips, it that seems, though, that it was like a different Mike Tyson. You know, this one, I'm sure it's still there, that that guy, but at 53 years of age, he seems more mellow. He's give, he's, he's more like a, a combination of the Dalai Lama and... Uh, um, I don't know. He's like the old, the old owl giving advice to these fighters, and he's not really talking about pushing guys' noses into their brain anymore. You know. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, it's funny. Is I remember one time, I guess it was about the Seldon, about the Bruce Seldon fight uh, after the comeback after the jail. He told me to shut the f up one time, and um, I said, yeah, I didn't, I didn't take too kindly to that. But I was pushing him hard. I mean, you got to push people hard when you get them interviews, and, and I was pushing him hard. He didn't dig it. And he told me to shut the f up, blah 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 blah. And we continue. I, I mean, I rolled right past that one. I, I just kid, I just rolled right past it. And at the end of the day, though, he was the most exciting athlete for that era. There was absolutely no doubt about it. He, he as you say, must watch TV. In fact, I remember when I went to Atlantic City, watch that Mike, Michael Spinks fight. I was tuning in my my uh, my binoculars, and as I was tuning in, the fight was over. I mean, I couldn't get my, but I was in the last seat in the last row. That's how bad, that's how much respect I got in 1987 as, as a member of the boxing media. They put me in the last row and the last seat. In fact, get Auxiliary. this. 
No, auxiliary. They put right. an extra row of seats up there, these old kitchen chairs. I kid you not. They were like from an old kitchen in New York City, like from the 50s. Believe it to Beaver type of kitchen. They put <laughs> kitchen chairs up there. They were all gray. They had like, 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 uh, vinyl covers. It was, there were kitchen chairs. There was like hundreds of them. They rest, they, I guess they got them from some restaurant or something like that, but that's where they sat me anyway. Enough of that. Um, but Mike Tyson, obviously the most exciting man of, of, of his era of that time. And of course he wants to be, I guess him and Shannon Briggs would probably make it, uh, make, make for some good headlines. Shannon Briggs is an old man. Shannon Briggs talks a good game. I probably could do some pay-per-view buys to get Mike rolling because I think Mike needs to do pay-per-view and only on pay-per-view. And of course if he, oh, if, yeah. he if he does the, the, uh, the, the, this clown fight on pay-per-view and then he gets another fight. In other words, he could step up. In other words, he could fight a couple of clowns like you, me, and, 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 uh, and Scott Cuddy, exactly, that's all I'm pointing to himself. <laughs> Cuddy, Cuddy was pointing to himself over there at the same time as I was saying. But he could fight clowns like you, me, or Cuddy and, and, and build it up to the point where maybe you could fight somebody like an Evander Holyfield. Cause let's be honest, that's the fight everybody wants to see. I hate to say it. I mean, people say to me, hey man, do you think Tyson's gonna fight Holyfield? No, do you think Tyson's gonna fight Holyfield? Yeah, I mean, that's the word. Will Holyfield fight Tyson? Well, they've both been in training for a long time. Um, I was there the night the, uh, the, 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 uh, the ear was spit on the floor and I'll never yeah. forget Bill Mills Lane. Mills Lane, man, you know, he and I were broadcast partners for Let's Get It On Boxing together before he had that stroke. We were supposed to go to CBS television. But I pushed him and he had a couple glasses of wine and I, I don't drink. We had a couple glasses of wine in Atlantic City or Tulsa. I forget which one it was. No, um, um, Tulsa or local Oklahoma City. We're in Oklahoma. And I said to him, <clears throat> I said, you know, he bit the dude on the ear the first time. I said, I said, don't you think you should have disqualified him after you bit him on the ear the first time? Yeah. And, and, and then Mill, before Mills can say anything, I go, cause when he bit him the second time, he then spit his ear on the floor. I mean, what was, what was the concept of that? And Larry Murchis says, well, I can see why he didn't disqualify him the first time. And then here's what, here's why he didn't disqualify him. Mark Ratner stood on the apron. Mark Ratner was the head of the athletic commission at the time point, point, I'm the executive director. And he said to Mills, Mills, you don't really want to disqualify Mike Tyson, do you? <laughs> really? He wow. put it to him twice like that. You know what I mean? When somebody puts it to you like that, what are you going to do? Oh, yeah, I'm going to disqualify him. No, so, so he waited another bite. And, of course, and, and as far as Tyson having um, a reason for, but, for, for, for biting that night, I will say this. Evander Holyfield's a dirty, dirty fighter. He's always used his head. He's as a third hand. Yes. I mean, it's always been part of his game plan. And was he trying to bust Mike up with the head? I think he was. I mean, yeah, uh, that is true because Mike had two even cuts on his eyebrows. You know, I remember the famous uh, post-fight interview with uh, Jim Gray. We have that uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> that was, you know, and he's saying, look at me, man. Look at me. I got kids, you know, and. And, uh, yeah, Evander was a definitely a very physical fighter, uh, um, borderline dirty. Uh, the one thing about Mike, though, Mike always had that intimidation factor and um, on his opponent. And Evander, I guess because they kind of came up in the amateur ranks mm -hmm. in and around each other, that didn't exist on Evander's part. And Evander kind of had his number and and probably still does, you know, but... He is four years older than Mike. Um, he's taken probably more beatings than Mike because mm -hmm. Amanda stuck around. Uh, and 
maybe if they fight a third time, it's probably different. I know that Mike comes from a, has very old school values and, uh, in terms of fighters, even though they're friends, if you're a friend of mine, let's make money together. You know, I, I remember Mike quoting, uh, Henry Armstrong when he approached Ray Robinson. He said, he said, Ray, if you're a friend, if, are you my friend? And, and, and supposedly Ray said yes. And Henry Armstrong said, well, then fight me because I need to get paid. Let me interrupt you right then there. Of course, it was towards the end of Armstrong's career and, right. and, and, and Robinson gave him the payday. And I thought that was like ultra cool. Yeah, it's like the honorable thing to do, so to speak. Now, um, Mike has some in- investments, as we know, in the cannabis business, and I believe he has almost like a like a bed and breakfast type of setup he's trying to create. So, I'm sure. Well, that are, you, money, are you trying to tell me he's telling you wake up, bake, wake and bake with Mike Tyson? He's got this waking, that, you know, smoking weed in his little hotel in the morning, or what? Yeah, yeah, the Tyson Ranch. That's what it seems it it is. Now, the fight's supposed to be for charity. Um, that he's supposed to be fighting, but I mean, but you know, but then again, he could still make money with in sponsorships. So you know, to give him capital for his business, you know, if Mike is happy with it and he's healthy, I'm all for it. Uh, Recently, I saw Larry Holmes said that he's got no problem with Mike fighting, Um, as long as it's not Larry. As long as it's not Larry, right. I'm the same one. Hey, you know, you talked about Tyson scaring people. He didn't scare. He didn't scare Vanley Holyfield. He scared the snot out of Buster Douglas. That's what made Buster train so hard. He thought he might get killed. And then he scared the the spit out of Alex Stewart. And if you change spit to another letter there, the second letter, um, yeah. that's what he did to Alex Stewart. Of course, that was in the center of the ring. It lasted about a minute. I mean, he has just scared people to death. And now we have Evan Fields. You know, Evan Fields, the FedEx guy getting steroids. Now, we can't really expect Van Olyfield to be clean, can we? Well, I mean, look at the pictures. He doesn't look like the way he did that night. Now, I guess Evander, because he was such a gentleman, he kind of gets a pass, you know, but he's kind of like the Barry Bonds of boxing, if you think about <laughs> it, you know. But, I mean, I've been around Holyfield and total class dude, at least with me, you know, and he doesn't get hammered like the way other athletes do. And chances are he probably was juiced up that night against Mike, which I'm sure didn't hurt his chances. You know? hey, hey, I like him because he pays his child support. Eleven kids, nine different chicks. I bottom line is he pays his child support. Wow. No comment on that one, huh, Socrates? I thought I'd throw one at you that you were, like, we're going to come right back on, but not on that one, huh? Eleven kids, no. nine women. Hey, you got to give him credit. He pays his child support. I mean, I, I, I know that sounds terrible. Everybody, everybody should pay the child support. Everybody doesn't pay their child support. Real no, quick, I, I threw a dance in February, this a uh, La Fuente reunion, the 2020 dance, and three or four of the guys didn't come. Get this. Because they never paid child support, they were they were in their, they were in their fifties. I said, when was this? Like fifteen years ago? Yeah, he goes, yeah, man. I don't want to embarrass me. Three or different, three or four different guys came to me and said they couldn't go to the gig because of child support. I kid you not. Wow, piece of work. Bottom line is, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. What is it? We'll keep Socrates for another break if we can. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is your inside look in the world of boxing and MMA. What is it? Tell me, tell me.
comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Get your vehicle ready for Memorial Day weekend. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts for five quarts of Valvoline full synthetic motor oil and a Wix filter for just $33.99. Plus get a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate. Protect your engine and keep it running smooth with Valvoline Full Synthetic. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores, the score used by 90% of top lenders for free, even if you're not a customer. Checking your score won't hurt your credit, and you can check each month for changes always for free. The Discover Credit Scorecard, free for everyone. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You sure know your boxing? Well, all I know is never bet on the white guy. Well, you have to talk to my lawyer on that one. Little East Bay soul there. Greg Adams, of course, an alumnus of uh, Westmore High School, Tower Power family member, founding member. Check him out, eastbaysoul.com. Uh, before I run to the world of mixed martial arts, I'll spend a few more minutes with my man and talk about the PhD of boxing, Mr. Socrates Palmer. And somebody asked me to... Tell a funny Don King story. Uh, okay. Don King, Don King, Isidore is his bodyguard. Isidore is this, this black guy, sort of looked like a human refrigerator, okay? When I first met him, he was sort of trim around 210 pounds. When I last saw him, he was like 300 pounds. But he stayed with Don King for about 15 or 20 years. So he was Don King's driver, his bodyguard, his aide, that kind of good stuff. So Don, Isidore is driving the limo. 
and Don King and Mike Tyson are in the backseat of the uh, of the limo. They're arguing there in Florida. And anyway, Don says something to Mike about, excuse my language, went back and forth. Anyway, before you know it, before you know it, they're fighting in the backseat of the limo. Okay, boom, 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 back and forth. Mike Tyson and Don King throwing blows. Obviously, Don King isn't throwing too many significant blows back and forth. So Isidore stops the limo, opens up the door, and Mike Tyson says, Mother Ducker, do you want some of this too? <laughs> Isidore shut the door. Okay, he, he, he closed the door. But that, that's the, the funny Don King story for you, and I do think that's funny. Dillian White says he knocked down Tyson Fury in sparring, says he wants to make that fight, but it looks like it's going to be Tyson Fury and Joshua, huh? That's the fight that makes the most sense uh, economically, at least. Um, you know, uh, they're, both, they're both whole versions of the, of the heavyweight title. Um, it would be a huge fight. Um, I guess they would have to find out what network would carry it. Would it be, uh, I guess, an ESPN The Zone pay-per-view collabo? Uh, it, it's it's a fight that makes the most sense right now, and it would give complete clarity of who is the the man at heavyweight. Um, I, I would probably lean towards Tyson Fury at this point, but. It's the heavyweight division, and anything can happen. Um, but I can't see Anthony Joshua having anything uh, for Tyson Fury against a motiv- against a motivated Tyson Fury. That's that's another thing. Hopefully, uh, this quarantine hasn't uh, done damage to uh, Tyson Fury, which is something that I think you know maybe it's not fair to bring up, but it's it's it, I think it is you know especially when you have downtime. You know, um, I hope he's training still during this time and his mind is not idle because he is the best story in boxing in my opinion and him being at the top of the heavyweight division it's it's great for sports and him knocking him knocking Deontay Wilder down with a body shot that's the ultimate punk move I've ever I mean I'm sorry you guys I'm just sorry but if I'd ever been not I'm just telling you the truth if somebody would ever knock me down with a body shot in a fight I think I would be so ashamed I would never box again because that means that I've totally abandoned my boxing principles. I've done something that's, I mean, I've left myself open to a blow that's just like uncalled for. You know what I'm saying? You get hit with a blow like that to the body, you've either lifted your elbow or you have your arms in the wrong spot. Bottom line is you brought that on yourself. Now, back to the... um Back to the world of boxing real quick. Emmanuel Navarrete is going to come back. Of course, 31-1, and 1, 27 KOs, pound for pound, the best fighter out of Mexico. Uh, he wants to rumble. It's going to look like it's going to go down in June, June the 6th, in a, uh, in a studio, TZ, TV Azteca down in Mexico City. I think it's pretty cool. But he's fighting this famous opponent. You might know who this guy is, TBA. Now, does TBA, does that mean to be announced or to be annihilated or both? Probably both. Um, I, I read that um, they said it was going to be a non-title fight. And Navarrete at the time, before this madness happened, he was the most active champion in boxing. I mean, the, the coronavirus is the only thing that, that could stop him from fighting. And, and he is one of the best TV fighters out there. I mean, he throws with both hands. Um, he He is never in a dull fight. And and more often than not, he gets his opponents out of there within 12 rounds. You know, he's just a, a real fun fighter to watch. 
Okay, now the lightweights are talking smack. We went. To, I want to mention this before we go. Ryan Garcia. Who are the top lightweights, Mister Boxing PAC? Who are the top lightweights in the world? Well, uh, that's probably a, a subjective question. Just like all of this stuff, until they actually do meet in the ring, I would probably lean toward Teofimo Lopez. I think he's accomplished the most. He's probably had have the better has the better names on his resume that he's fought. Uh, Certainly won the title, a legitimate version of the title, in a fantastic manner when he disposed of uh, Mr. Comey. So I would probably rank him number one. And then it's basically what what do you like? You know, um, Devin Haney probably has the most the most talent. Time you know, out, time out, time out, time. You mean the internet champ? Yeah. They, they, they <laughs> Can you explain that to the listeners? Yeah, Teofimo Lopez and uh, Devin Haney have been going at it on Twitter, and, and Teofimo Lopez uh, probably landed a uh, Mortal Kombat kill shot on Devin Haney by posting a picture of Mr. Haney with a belt that had the uh, it said the Internet Champion of the World. So <laughs> I thought that was very uh, funny. Um, Okay, now my, now my guy King Ryan, uh, Ryan Garcia is going to get back in the action. Back in action, he's probably going to be in one of those June fights as well. You know, we're going to have a little bet on this one. Okay, you and I are going to have a little bet on this one. I think Lopez and Garcia are the two best. I think they're the two best personalities. I think they're the two best talents. I think they're the two most exciting guys. I mean, Lomachenko, the fact he doesn't speak English and that sort of hurts him. And I know he beats people up, he breaks people down this net, but. You know, I'm just starting to feel that he's maybe getting a little long in the tooth and, you know, his time may be coming. But the bottom line is they have to go. I guess everything at 135 eventually goes through Lomachenko, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Obviously, Lomachenko is the king of the lightweights until proven otherwise. And he's probably the best fighter pound for pound. Um, but, you know, the calendar only moves forward in life. And like you said, he may be getting long in the tooth. Um He's been fighting, not just professionally, he's been boxing in general for a long, long time. I mean, over 300 amateur fights. Uh, he's had some injuries. Uh, granted, he doesn't take a lot of punishment, his style, but, he, you know, the, the clock only moves forward. And he might get caught uh, in the night that he just gets old over, you know, old, you know, from one fight to another. But he's still the man until proven otherwise. Good enough. Now, and, and we'll have a little, um, let's have a little, let's make a little bet here. Let's, let's have a little bet. Here. I, I, I'm putting my money on Bob Aaron being Mike Tyson's promoter. You got anybody else you would put your money on? Wow. Uh, you know, it's funny. I don't, I don't think they've ever done business. That's why I they're going to do business. Uh, yeah. I mean, Eddie Hearn, I guess, kind of like, I don't know. He probably was rejected because I saw that he put, a, he put out a statement that he wouldn't, you know, put Tyson on. So that means, yeah, he probably reached out to him and, and uh, got the finger. No, something. you heard that big click. Yeah, yeah. Um, that'd be interesting, you know. Uh, Bob and Bob and Mike. That's uh, but does Mike even need a promoter? Yeah, you know, I sure. think I, I really I think that he does, and I think he'll bring if he's smarter, bring Aram in as a. Um, uh, on a percentage basis, you know, just give him a flat fear. So, you know, work something. I mean, don't give Aram like, you know, we're, 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 people don't realize when we're promoters throw fights, if the fight's going to make $100 million, 
And the fighter's not going to make the majority of that money. The majority of the money is going to be made by the promoters. I mean, that's just the way, that's just the way business is. I mean, look at a corporate America now. I mean, everybody, what, was a hundred million people unemployed, and yet the, uh, the billionaires are making more and more money as we speak. So, anyway, Mike Tyson and Bob Arum, I think that's the way it's going to go. Anyway, I got to move on to MMA. Say hello to the boss. Say hello to the, your agent. Say hello to your lovely wife. And of course, that man with that great name, say hello to Dad for me, Socrates Palmer Sr. Thank you, Pedro. I certainly will appreciate the time, as always. All the best. Enjoy your weekend, sir. Boxing's 2 PAC, Mr. Socrates Palmer, featured weekly on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, each and every Saturday. Now, let's talk USC News for a minute. I don't know USC News. Bottom line is, <clears throat> we've had a couple fight cards in the last few weeks. Of course, Tony Ferguson failing uh, miserably against Justin Gates. Of course, Tony, too long in the tooth. Too much training, too many injuries, too much holy water, all that kind of good stuff. But he failed in that five-round bid for the interim lightweight championship. Of course, that was May the 8th, of course, and that was taking place May the 9th. And, of course, that was taking place in Jacksonville, Florida, in front of that empty arena, the Veterans Memorial Arena, Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena. Of course, then UFC Fight Night took place with Glover Texaria stopping. Yeah, I, just, I don't know why. I, I'm not a big Big fight fan of Glover Texaria. I mean, it was at one point in time, but that was a long time ago. He took on Anthony Smith. He stopped him in the fifth round at TKO. Uh, Smith, of course, did did well with John Jones. John Jones maybe not being the fight he once was. Ben Rothwell was a winner on that card, as was Drew Duber and Ricky Simon. Outside of that, R. Andre Arlowski, the former two-time UFC-led heavyweight champion, won a unanimous decision on that card in a heavyweight bout. Outside of that, eh, not too many names. Now, we move up to the last card the UFC put together, of course, Alistair Overeem. <clears throat> what do I call him? Alistair Overroyd. Got popped with steroids, maybe not once, once for sure, but I think he got popped more than once. Anyway, he, of course, the former Strike Force champion. guy used to fight out of San Jose all the time. He's going down there to the, uh, to the San Jose Arena and watch him fight and say to myself, this guy's on roids. Anyway, he beat Walt Harris. Poor Walt Harris uh, coming into the ring. His daughter had been killed or died. It was his, He suffered the loss of his daughter within the last couple of months, and he, he was dedicating this fight to her. And then he went out there and got beat up, got knocked out in the second round. Man, you don't do that. You don't put that much pressure on you. You don't do it. I mean, holy cow. I remember when I dedicated an 1983 Golden Glove Championship to my Uncle Ray. I mean, I didn't tell people. I mean, I told somebody in the dress room before I left, but that was it. I didn't go out there and advertise it because if it didn't happen, man, you know, it didn't happen. Anyway, the bottom line is Walt Harris dedicated this fight to his, his, uh, his, his lost daughter, and it didn't work out that well. In the first round, he did well, but he, he made one mistake, and Alistair Overeem beat on him like a Congo drum. I mean, like for the next round and a half, they stopped it three minutes into the uh, second round, Stopped way, 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 way too late. Co-feature Claudia Godella, of course, out of Brazil, took on Angela Hill, won a split decision, 29-28. Means uh, one judge had it two rounds to uh, one. The other judge had it two rounds to one, but they were split as to who they thought won. Outside of the rest of the card, nobody of note on the card. Um, I do want to mention the fact that Henry Cahuto, of course, he were a flyweight champion, Rocking and rolling, baby. Henry wants to do things. Henry doesn't want to play anymore. Of course, Henry coming up uh, on top against Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz not fighting in three or four years. Talk about fights you could sort of like bet your life on that you were going to win money on. Talk about Francis Ngannou, UFC 249. Back to that uh, Justin Gay, Tony Ferguson card, of course. Uh, Henry Cujudo beating up Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz hadn't fought in like three and a half years. And he's fighting for the title? Come on, man. You knew he was going to get lit up like the White House Christmas tree. And, of course, Francis Ngannou took it on Jasno Rosenuk. 
And I said to you, this wasn't going to last long. Please, please, please don't blink. And I, I was right. 20 seconds. He got 80 grand for that fight. Uh, Nganu got 350 grand for the fight. Of course, Nganu was the unbelievable knockout record. Now, they want to put together a fight between he and John Jones. When I say they, I mean John Jones. John Jones wants that fight because John Jones realized, you know what? I'm getting long in the tooth. If I don't get a couple of super fights here, they're going to keep piecing me off here, piecing me off there, you know, giving me my minimum as far as my UFC contract is concerned. And, and I'm not into that. I want to make big money, super money. And of course, if he wants super money, He's got to fight for the World Heavyweight Championship or, or, or Francis Ngannou. I mean, that would be a, a battle of, like, yikes. The best at light heavyweight and the best at heavyweight. Of course, Ngannou's not the heavyweight champion, but let's be honest. If he fought anybody right now, he'd probably destroy anybody on the planet. Anybody, any style. I don't think there's a style that can beat Francis Ngannou right now. I just don't think so. I think he's unbeatable. Um, going into that Stipe Miocic fight, I thought the Miocic would outbox him. Of course, and he did over five rounds. And of course, the early going on, Ungana was like all over him like a, a domestic violence uh, victim. That's how Stippy looked. Stippy looked really, really bad. At the end of the day, Stippy ended up coming away with the title win, a five-round decision. But that's a super fight. John Jones, Francis Ungana. But get this. The UFC won't pay for it. They won't put up the money. So it ain't going to happen. Super fights? Dana White, you're uh, Anyway, I'm not going to go into that. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Mr. Dana White! Wherever you are, I have a hit list, but I want to start getting paid. I want to start making heavyweight money. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. 
Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. If they're not happy here, they can leave. And that goes for you, too, my friend. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA, of course. The world is um, a little bit crazy right now. There's no sporting events. Of course, see, everybody's trying to readjust and get back into a, an operating mode. And I tell you, and I urge you not to do this um, too quickly. And the reason why I say that is I studied the 1919-1918 Spanish flu, which actually was really like the United States flu, but they call it the Spanish flu. But it, it, it spread here from the United States and went all around the world. And then when they knocked it out, everybody went out there to celebrate the fact that the flu was done. And then more people died after the war from being infected from the flu than died during the war. So what I'm trying to tell you is this ain't over. Please don't hold your breath. Watch yourself. Stay clean. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing, MMA. The UFC going to come back, of course, on the 30th with a card with Tyrone Woodley. And, of course, Amanda Nunes coming back. Amanda Nunes, the toughest lesbian in the entire world of combat sports. No doubt about it. Pound for pound. She's a king. Of course, the women's featherweight champion and the bantamweight champion taking on Felicia Spencer. Good luck, Felicia. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I had to get that digging. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. My name is Pedro Fernandez. This show is dated to, dedicated to my man Holmes. He's been dead about eight or nine days now. We miss him. We miss feeding him. Scott Cuddy and I fed him. We tried to keep him happy. Of course, he was a street person and lived a couple of blocks in the studio. We miss him dearly. Until next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Love you. 